Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it. As we always do, it's time for our word for the weekend. And uh, we're going to break the rules a little bit this week. We normally give you one verse, but I'm going to give you two on today uh, because they do kind of tie together. So I want to make sure that we give you uh, things in context. But I'm going to give you these two verses on today. Colossians chapter four, verses five and six. Colossians chapter four, verses five and six. New King James Version says it like this. Walk in wisdom towards those who are outside, redeeming the time. Verse six, let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. New Living Translation, as we always do, to make it a little more plain. Verse five says, live wisely among those who are not believers and make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be gracious and attractive so that you will have the right response for everyone. That's word of God, Colossians chapter five, chapter four, rather verses five and six. And uh, it's interesting when I when I was searching for uh, scripture on today, I had a couple of different thoughts that I wanted to go with. And uh, the Lord told me, keep searching, keep searching. And as I kept searching, I came upon Colossians, I came upon this text here. And uh, as we always do, we share those different versions. But that New Living Translation seems to hit home. A little bit more when it concerns our witness, when it concerns how we live amongst the world, how we act and how we interact with non-believers. And this this word here says walk in wisdom, New King James Version, walk in wisdom towards those who are outside. Again, New Living Translation, live wisely among those who are not believers. Right. Our conduct matters. Amongst the non-believer, how we conduct ourselves, how we operate, how we navigate, how we move as Christians. It matters amongst non-believers. Why is this so important? Why, why, why do you, why, why are you harping on this? Why are you at this moment, Reverend Jackson? Why, why, why do we land here? And I, I believe, I believe the Lord led me here to remind us again that we are called to draw the world. We are called to compel them. We are called to show them the way, if you will. But we're not called to be like them. We're called to walk in a certain way. And I'm just convinced and both concerned, my brother, my sister, that sometimes as a church, we forget how we're supposed to walk. Sometimes as the church, we forget the mandate that God has given us. We forget how God wants us to draw. I know that we're in a day and time. We want to make things relevant. We want to make things uh, appealing to those who are not among us. And I get that. I get that. You know, we, we have, we, we have old sayings like catch more flies with honey. than you do with vinegar. I get that. I, I get all of that. Um, but it seems like the word of God has an answer for us on today. Again, let me go back to New Living Translation. Live wisely among those who are not believers. So the Bible is telling us that those who are not believers, those who don't know the way, New King James Version said those who are outside, walk in wisdom towards those who are outside. The Bible says let's keep the standard amongst those who are not believers. 
which means we are not to lower our standard. We are not to lower. We are not to change our Christian behavior to fit in with non-believers. Hear me good, my brother. Hear me good, my sister. This is not a call for you to condemn anybody. This is not a call for you to look down your Holy Ghost nose at anybody. That's not what I'm telling you. What the Bible is saying is you have a new standard. Maintain your standard. You don't have to change your standard because you're amongst people that don't share the same standard as you. But then the Bible says here, make the most of every opportunity. When it says redeeming the time, that's, that's kind of what it's saying. Makes the, make, the, make the most of every opportunity. And we have to remember as the church, as a body of believers, ecclesia called out of Christ. We have to remember this, that we are called to make the most of our opportunities amongst non-believers. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't know how we can make the most of our opportunities amongst non-believers if once we get around them, we begin to behave like them. Seems like to me they're winning us over to them more than we're winning them over to us. And so the Bible says, listen, if you, if you walk uh, wisely, if you live wisely among those who are not believers and make the most of every opportunity, so that they can see how is it that you're walking this way? How is it that you're carrying yourself this way? Well, let me tell you, let me tell you this, this, this word, this, this word is, has brought about a change in my life. No, I'm not perfect. No, I still make mistakes. No, I still got some work, but, 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 but clearly you can see that I'm changed. Clearly you can see that I'm different than I, than I used to be. And so then, then, then the word of God, this is why I thought it was so important. I know normally we do one verse. It's why I thought it, as the Bible would say, I thought it not robbery to go on to verse six, to do two verses this week. New Living Translation, Colossians four and six. It says, let your conversation be gracious and attractive so that you will have the right response for everyone. This is what I said when, when I said to you, it's the Bible is not calling us to look down our nose at people because we have a higher standard of living. No, no, no. God has raised your standard of living because your standard of living needed to be raised. He didn't raise it so you can put yourself on a pedestal. God did not put you on a pedestal. God did not put me on a pedestal. We needed the same grace that the non-believer needs. He says, let your conversation be gracious and attractive. Is our conversation gracious and attractive to the non-believer in our conversation with them, in our moments with them. Have we condemned them to hell? Have we told them that they're going straight to hell? Or did we tell them that Jesus still saves? I don't care what you're into. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care what you've been, been doing. I don't care what you're still doing under cover of night. He still saves. And so are we telling them, are we making it an attractive proposition to them? No, you don't have to live that way. You don't have to live in your sin. There is a better way. Oh, I'm not ready to give up my life. I'm not ready to do all this stuff just for the church. Okay. Well then just come as you are. You know, we, we're, we're constantly telling people, well, rather the world is constantly telling us, right. That we have, they have a personal relationship with God. Well, you just come on and I'll let you and him work it out. Yeah. You don't need me to change your life. You don't need me to do those things. Cause he's the one that's going to do it. You, you just come on and, and you all work it out. It says, let your conversation be gracious. Remind them. I'm not here to judge you. I'm reaching out to you because I'm trying to be gracious. 
and I'm trying to introduce you to somebody who was gracious towards me. Yeah, I didn't deserve salvation, but I got it anyway by the grace of God. Let your conversation be gracious and attractive. It, 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 it ought to be attractive, this lifestyle that we're living right now. Under the cover of God, under, under the, the guidance and the leadership, if you will, of the Holy Spirit. It ought to be attractive to people. We have to carry ourselves to where people would actually want to come to church with us. They actually want to know this God that we're serving. When we get haughty and we get uh, uh, holier than thou, who's attracted to that? Who's attracted to somebody who would look down on them? Who would constantly tell them that they're going to hell? Who would be attracted to that? Huh? Why would we not tell people he saves? He saves. He saved me. He'll save you. And then we're going to end it right here. At the end of that, that text tells us not only to be gracious and attractive, but it said so that you will have the right response for everyone. This call to Christianity, this call to witness to people. It's also a call for us to have the right response. That simply means to me, y'all, that it ain't no cookie cutter thing. This evangelism, this witnessing. It's telling somebody about Jesus. There's a myriad of different people out there, which means that we have to be fluid in our responses. We can't have the same thought, the same mind towards every non-believer because everybody, you're going to have to reach them a different way. I've shared this with y'all before as I close it out right here. I've been told before, and I know it to be true, this is not a moment of arrogance, but it's just a moment of truth because I, I look at it the same way. I've been told many times you have a very unique ministry. Nobody's doing ministry quite like you. You kind of do it your own way. You kind of in your own lane. And I just believe y'all that part of the reason that I'm doing it this way is because God says there's a specific group of people that you have to talk to. And you don't have to talk to the people that I've sent other people to talk to. That's why you can't do ministry their way. That's why you can't preach their way. That's why you can't write their way because I sent those people to talk to those people in that manner. You need to talk to the people that I've sent you to in this manner. Again, the right response for everyone. Having said that, I've taught Bible class to babies. And just earlier today, I was sitting in a room with a woman who was 95 years old. And God says, you got to have the right response for everybody. I can't teach it all the same way everywhere. But you got to have the right response. It's got to be lined up with the word of God. And it's got to be tailor made to the people that you're talking to. But at the end of the day, we got to be wise among them. We got to make the most of every opportunity. And we need to be gracious. And we need to be careful how we speak to people. Let that rest in your spirit. That's all the time that we've got for word for the weekend. I hope you were blessed by what we had to share. Let me give you my tag as we always do. If you'd like to keep up with us on the ministry side, best way to do that. Check us out at the ministry's website, www.krjministries.org. One more time, www.krjministries.org. If you'd like to purchase any of our written works, Check out our publishing website, www.krjpublishing.com. One more time, 
www.krjpublishing.com. If you would like to support this podcast, support this ministry in any way, um, you can do so at uh, paypal.me forward slash KRJ Ministries. One more time, paypal.me forward slash KRJ Ministries. Listen, as always, we encourage you to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to us. Um, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, wherever you listen to this podcast, we encourage you to subscribe to it. And we encourage you to tell somebody about this podcast. If you think it's been a blessing to you, let it be a blessing to somebody else. That's all the time that we've got for Word for the Weekend. I hope that you are blessed by what we had to share. God bless you and God keep you. It's my prayer as always, and we'll see you all on next time. Be blessed.